0: Hey, 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 thank you. Hey, so Tuesdays with Todd, it's the last Tuesdays with Todd, by the way. This is wow. it. Uh, it's also the last Tuesday of the quarter, which has got me thinking about tracking, measuring, assessment, pivot, like all of these different things. And so I, I, I want to, and by the way, this is not a beat up session. This is an opportunity session. And I want to frame this correctly because uh, some of the things that we have to grapple with whenever we do assessments well, not all the news is usually good, right? And so uh, we have two options: we can either look at these as opportunities for growth, uh, or we can let it beat us up, which uh, the latter is not a good thing. So uh, I want to start off with a uh, with a, a quote or a uh, Bible verse. It's uh, Colossians three. It says, "Don't this by this by the way, this is a message version for those of you that are going to look this up. But it it says, "Don't just do the minimum that will get you by." Do your best. Work from your heart for God. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving is Christ. The servant who does shoddy work will be held responsible. I'm going to read that again. The person that does shoddy work will be held responsible. Being a follower of Jesus doesn't cover up bad work, doesn't cover up bad work. And so this. Over the course of the quarter, we do our tracking and measuring. And by the way, if if you haven't been tracking and measuring, that may be the the area that's going to go, oh, light bulb, light bulb moment. I need to be doing a better job of tracking and measuring because the data don't lie. And what we do is we look at these things today and say, all right, well, I've been tracking and measuring my action items, but at some point, we got to look at the scoreboard. We got to determine whether or not the action items got us the win. And and if it did, right, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions here, right? Like think back at the relationships, your your whether it be spouse, family, friends, whatever, are your relationships where you want them to be? And if the answer is yes, rock on! I want you to celebrate that, right? Uh, I want you to look. Hey, is your health and vitality? Is your fitness? Is your weight? Is your whatever? Is it where you wanted it to be the first quarter? If it is. Fantastic. Same thing with your business. Are you on track for your goals? Are you executing on the actions that you put down on your plan? By the way, like if you don't have a plan, that's a great place to start. I don't believe that many of you that are actually on this call are planless. I believe that you all—that's part of part of your journey. Uh, It's about actions. So. If the is no to any one of those, we cannot continue through the second quarter and expect the results to change, right? I think it was Einstein that said, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. It don't work that way. So, so this is assessment time. Well, in the areas that you didn't achieve, what you said you were going to achieve, you gotta get real honest. Okay, did you do the things? Did you do them? So this is not about beating yourself up, but but listen, I you know the last thing any of us wants to to believe is that that we make excuses or that we drink our own Kool Aid or or we lie to ourselves or we let our inner B get the best of us. And I appreciate that, and and I'm I'm just like anybody else. Like I wanna I wanna win, 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 uh, but that's not how it really works uh, truthfully we we are all excuse machines we all fall prey to uh, you know oh yeah I know I did all those hours of power did you though you know really probably not um, so we've got to get organized so so number one assess did you make it did you take action are, are your numbers correct no let's identify the areas that you didn't and then let's work through the organization right uh, so this is not rocket science. I'm gonna to stick to the, uh, to the business side of things, but this is fully transferable, right? Just like if I wanted to lose 20 pounds, 10 pounds, whatever, that it's, it's really, really simple. I didn't say it was easy, but it's super simple. I just need to make sure that I consume less calories than I am, uh, I need to burn, sorry, uh, more calories than I'm consuming, right? Consume less, burn more. That's it. Same thing with your business. If you want more business, what do you have to do? Well, you've got to have more people that you serve. And you've got to serve them more often. And you've got to solve more of their problems or more of their bigger problems. And ta-da, guess what happens? You've got more business. So, so what does that look like for you? Do you have enough people in your database? So who are you calling? Are you calling them? So let's walk through it, right? Uh, uh, we, we talk about Sharon Servatza, talks about build the list, serve the list. Tom Ferry talks about touch points. We all know this. Again, super simple, maybe hard. How many people do you have in your list? If you don't have 250 people that you can call right now that they know you and you know them, that they know your spouse, you know their spouse, then you you, you need some more people, okay? But 250 is your, is your uh, uh, past clients and sphere of influence. That's not all of them. If you want to do 50 transactions, about 8% of your database is going to transact in some capacity over the next 12 months. Do the math, right? Do you, where are your lead sources? I hate to break it to you all, but many folks rely solely on that past client sphere of influence as, as the list. And, and while that's a very high quality list, it's not enough, especially not enough in today's market where it's very, very competitive. Uh, so I'm not gonna go down the rabbit hole of what's gonna happen next, but what I can tell you is you've got to build an incredible business now so that it can stand the test of time later. Second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter are going to be different than the first quarter. So uh best practice, four, six, eight lead sources that are productive lead sources that are generating leads will give you a predictable business. So do you have them? If not, that's a great area for you to uh, to correct, right? So tracking and measuring are hours of power. I'm going to walk through this, right? How many hours of power did you have? How many phone calls did you make? How many of those phone calls turned into a connection? How many appointments did you schedule? How many appointments did you actually attend? How many listing appointments did you go on? How many listings did you get? And how many buyer contracts did you get? How many closings did you have? That's that's the the cycle or the circle of tracking and measuring that leads to your your bottom your bottom number. Um, can we do that for other parts of our lives? Of course we can, right? Um, if you if you want to have a better relationship, you want to live in gratitude. If you want to um, you know change something in your your mental toughness or your yes, you can do something each and every day, and you just simply track what that is, journal it out. Gratitude it out, whatever. All right, so let's talk quickly about mindset before we move on. Um, So this, I I'll I'll put it on me. Okay, that way it's it's not a beat up session. I, I find that I get to a place where I think that I am at full tilt. I feel like I am completely and totally as busy as I possibly could be, and I have to sit myself down. And I have to say, hey, Todd, sorry, you're not too busy. It's not, you're not too busy. And, and for those of you who know me personally, and, and, and you have, have been the one that say, oh, I know you're busy, you know, my, my response to you is always the same. I am not too busy. And yet here I am telling you on video, recorded forever, that I tell myself that I am so busy. It's not true, I'm distracted. I'm distracted. And it happens to each and every one of us. In order for us to say yes to something, something that we say we are committed to, we have to say no to something else that's distracting us. And most of us are no good at saying no, it's an uncomfortable place. And so I shared this story yesterday with some folks and um, I was having a conversation with one of my kids and we were talking about how busy he was. And, and he and I are doing this thing where we're reading a book together, right? <clears throat> and come back together and, and and chat about it. Well, he wasn't reading the book. And I said, well, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm so busy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, seriously, give me your phone. And so I grabbed his phone and went into settings about six or seven items down. Is this thing called screen time. If you are, are yeah, you better be ready for some real truth, folks, okay? Uh, hit that button. I hit the see all activity and it gives you weeks of data. And so we had a very, very interesting conversation about his phone use and distraction. Well, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I had to do the same thing on my phone. Uh oh. Guess what? Immediately I could see 30, 40, 60 minutes a day of opportunity there. Do you have, I mean, think about this for a second. What could you do if you were able to save an hour a day and allocate it to something different? Think about this for one moment. One hour a day is, let's see, 52. So that's 26 days of work time. Think about that. That's a 10-hour day. 26 days you would give yourself back to your life so my point is that you are not too busy you are just saying yes to the wrong things and you're not saying no enough and you've got to get really really focused in on your organization um i as you guys know i am hyper diligent to beast mode mornings and i'm going to run through that real fast here just go through the, the, the data points, you know. So it's a uh, B stands for be intentional. You've got to be scheduled. It starts with the night before. You've got to have very, very structured rituals and routines, but your schedule has got to be guarded with your life. The E stands for exercise. You've got to get some exercise and folks, I don't care if it's walking around the block you have got to get your blood pumping. It is absolutely critical to who you are, how you show up. I credit Shannon for this. I'm sure there's 9,000 other people who have said this, but she always says, hey, how you show up here is how you show up everywhere. Um, I, the A is acknowledging gratitude. Acknowledge gratitude. Um, I love, love, love sitting down and saying, hey, what are the three people in my life that I'm thankful for? What's something that, sh- that I'm grateful for in Shannon? What am I grateful for in, in Jesus? Uh, what am I grateful for in Teresa? Uh, you know, you've got to go through, and I'm going to tell you this right now. You want to talk about reframing your mindset. If you live in gratitude, you will not live in pessimism. <clears throat> um, seek knowledge is the S. Uh, read, podcasts, listen to, to podcast, something, right? Transcribe is journaling. Uh, if you are not journaling, if you're not a journaler, then, you know, turn it into something else, right? I mean, write, write a love letter. I don't know. Uh, r- write, a, write your next blog post, but sit down and let your creative side loose. Let it happen. Uh, mode, M stands for meditate, prayer. Um, the O stands for observation. I have the idea of sitting down and looking at my schedule and saying, hey, I'm going to have this appointment with Sarah on uh, tomorrow. And what is that going to look like? Well, I'm visualizing the process. <clears throat> if you will visualize this works especially well for those people who live on the fear side versus the opportunity side, <clears throat> you will have a completely indifferent completely, totally different experience with the meetings that you have. You will go in, you will see exactly what's going to happen in advance. You'll see exactly what's said. You'll know exactly how it feels and the outcomes will be different. You're just going to have to trust me on this. The D is declare. These are the affirmations for any of you that have not experienced the power of affirmation and the power of word. Please give this a shot. Uh, Come up with five very specific things. You speak them into life that I am, not I'm going to be, that I am the person for the job. I am the best father. I am a great husband. Speak those affirmations and things will change. And then the E is expectations and it's expect greatness. What will you achieve today? What will you achieve today? That's beast mode and, uh, and it's a great uh, sort of hierarchy for scheduling. All right, so now you've got your assessment, you've done it, you've been honest, no BS. You've gone through and made the plan, really simple, very easy list. You've gone through and you have made sure that your mind is right. No, 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 no lying to yourselves, right? Now, fully baked action plan, have a scheduled calendar that gives you exactly what you need to do. All you need to worry about now are the actions, okay? So now, if it's me, I have total faith now that what I'm going to do for the next quarter is going to win. Here's the thing. Some of you Even when you get to that point and you're having that real honest conversation with yourself and you're looking at your plan and you're looking at your schedule and you're saying, hey, if I execute on this, do I 100% believe I'm going to get there? You can't honestly say yes. If you're being honest, you can't honestly say, say yes. And it's because you don't believe in your plan. Sorry, that's it or you haven't burned the boats. Have you heard this before? Like blow, blow up the bridge, burn burn the boats. You have a plan B. Well, if I don't achieve that, it's not that big of a deal. The trick is to truly commit to doing the actions no matter what, period, end of story. That's not having a plan B. It's burning the boats. It's having a partner that also wants to win. Hey, th- maybe this is what you do, right? Find somebody in your office, find somebody in your community that also wants to win and ask them, hey, let's partner together and let's hold each other accountable to the minimum standards that we've set for ourselves. Okay, these are not, these are minimum standards. I'm minimally going to do two hours of power each and every day in order to achieve my goals. That's my minimum standard. I am going to take care of my health each and every day, period, end of story, so that I can show up properly for the people I say that, I, that matter to me. That's my minimum standard. Follow? And then here's the glory of it all. I get to surrender. I get to release all of that tension, all of that anxiety, and I get to surrender knowing for sure, I believe 100% that all I have to do is execute on my plan and the plan is killer. It's amazing. It's a world-class plan. God's got this. I'm going to win. So I'm going to close this out with with the uh, Colossians 2 or 3, 22 through 25 again. Don't just do the minimum that will get you by. Do your best. Work from your heart for God. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving is Christ. The servant who does shoddy work will be held responsible. Being a follower of Jesus doesn't cover up bad work. I hope your second quarter is distinctive. I hope you are distinctive. Thank you so much for allowing me and all the other leaders in our organization to come to you every single morning. Uh, I know that we are just a couple of days from rolling out Focus Fridays and our weekly email. Uh, We do this because we hear you. We listen to you. We are here to serve you. Uh, There will be much, much more. We are not going away for sure. Uh, And I love you guys. Thank you again. It was my honor.